friendly reminder to rate, like, subscribe, and follow Teach Me Good wherever you listen to podcasts. Pretty please. It helps us out a lot. Okay. Now that you've done that, go check out our Patreon where we're trying to save up to talk to Tony Hawk via Cameo. Plus you get lots of perks like a mug. And exclusive episodes. Love you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Teach Me Good podcast with your host, Art Kai. Soon you'll hear from him and his friend, Fernando, and later they'll talk to a special guest who will teach them about something. Not everything will be accurate, but hey, we're all just trying our best out here. Yee-haw! Hey, what's up? We're back. We're back from one of our other uh, wacky episodes. One wacky adventures our, we go yeah. on. Yeah. I, I, I've been getting 50% on Wordle. I feel real stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what do you mean 50%? Like, you are hitting 50% of the words, or are you yeah, like 50 getting three per- out of six? 50% of the words. Uh, I think yesterday's word was dodge, and for some reason I tried hodge, podge, lodge. Uh, but... I'm gonna Did be you... honest. Hodge and Podge, those are those are some reaches. Those were some, because Lodge was Hodge the first. Podge. I put Lodge in, and it was like every letter except for one. I think I think the first letter, right? Yeah. And I was like, it's Hodge, and that was my first. And I was like, no, it's Podge. Well, no, I mean the New York Times. I mean the the world has has really been wild now lately. So that would not have been a crazy guess, I think. No. You know. I think I think when the word is dodge and you and and you have every letter except the first one and you immediately jump to hodge and podge, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, you I messed feel like up. Every time we start break. recording, we have we have some kind of technical difficulty every single time. Yeah, but we're just gonna push through. I think it's fine. oh, we pushed through it, baby. We back. <laughs> Um, the, the, I think the biggest technical difficulty that we're gonna have to push through is uh, you being hung over right now. No, just outing I'm, you. I'm gonna be honest though, guys. Look, you can't. I, I don't know if you can see the camera, but I'm pretty. He's grooving. I'm pretty, I'm pretty loosey goosey. He's loosey goosey. Right I'm, yeah, I'm well, loosey goosey. Well, speaking of uh, Wordle, have you tried today's Wordle? I'm not. Uh, I usually do Wordles at 11:30 p.m. Um, okay. Just because I right like before. the. I, I like the the idea that it will disappear soon if I do fail and I don't have to stare at the. <laughs> well, I will say I did I did today's wordle at midnight tonight or today I guess. Yeah. And it's a hard one today. It's a hard one. Not yeah. gonna lie. I did it. I did it in three. But I want you to know this is not a this is not a normal word. Uh, <laughs> I didn't go to college. Anyways, guys, this is not what the podcast is about. Yeah, we we are back. Only. Me and R are happy to talk about Wordle. That's another episode. Today I we are talking don't want about to talk yeah. Wordle. Ever. Oh, okay. So, but I do want to talk about um, something more elusive, a little more Which coy, a little more hidden yeah, between the arts? shadows. No ninjas. Martial probably arts? they probably know martial arts. Martial arts ninjas. I feel like I feel like I was pretty on it. If I'm being honest, <laughs> hey, you're you're close. You're getting there. Yeah, I feel like you can see why I made made that leap. Anyways, yeah, yeah we're talking about ninjas sure. today, which uh, is everybody's favorite topic. My favorite movie of all time, Ninja Assassin. Watch it Thanksgiving 2010. I think that's mine's a uh, Ninja Ninja Kids. Have you seen that movie? Mm. I've not. Oh, it's. Uh, I think there's there's three of them. No, it's three. There's three of them. There's also three movies. Mm. 
I and like they, these white kids playing ninjas. Ooh, so we're gonna talk about like Beverly Hills Ninja. I'm in. Yeah, it's just Tommy Boy, but with a little bit of ninja in it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, I've never seen that movie. I seen the. Co- I remember the cover so vividly. Just Tommy Boy like floating through the sky, doing a karate chop type thing. I do feel like every Chris Farley movie is the same movie. Uh, but and he just there's a slight twist. So you have Tommy Boy, you have yeah. uh, you have Beverly Hills Ninja, you have uh, Black Sheep, Black Sheep, all yeah. the same movie. David Spade plays the same exact character. Mm-hmm. They're they're all there. Uh, who's between you and me? Who's who's Chris Farley and who's David Spade? Oh my god! I feel like you're the Chris Farley. I feel like sure, but I feel like n- neither one of us fit that template either. <laughs> I feel like I feel like neither one of us fit a Chris Farley. Or a David Spade. David template. Spade. If anything, I feel I feel very David Spade all well, the time. I feel like neither one of us are wacky and big enough to be Chris Farley, and neither mm-hmm. one of us are sexy enough to be David Spade. <laughs> to David Spade. Yeah. Yeah. But who between you and me, who's Sasuke and who's Naruto? Ooh. I feel like I'm ninjas. This bothers me now. I feel like I'm not I feel like I'm Sasuke is what bothers me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the clear truth. I feel like you are obviously Naruto. You're this yeah. this unbridled optimism and just smiling all the time. You're yeah, always just so so annoying. Um, a lot of times you'll reach out to me in the morning. You'll be like, "Sup," and I'm like, "Leave me alone." Or this is like yeah. actual conversations that help me. I'm like, "I'm like, what do you want?" Right. And then I spend I spend most of my life yeah. gathering a group of friends to go find mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you're always disappearing for some yeah. reason. I feel like I feel like so much of our friendship art is you reaching out to me, like like putting your arm out to be my friend, and you're like, you know, you're my guy, and I'm like, all right, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm so so aloof, and it doesn't right. make any sense because you and you're are like, one of my close, you are like one of my wrapped up, you're like, wrapped up with like your family problems and stuff, you're wrapped I, up with like a bunch of other things in your mind yeah. that you can't like actually focus on like the present friendship uh, that you have with your just, family. We just work through why I hate Sasuke. It's because <laughs> I hate myself. You see too much of yourself in Sasuke. Yeah, that's insane, dude. Yeah, that's insane. But you, you are, you seem like the type of dude who um, would have like a Naruto uh, headband and would wear Ooh, it around no. the house for fun. No. Well, this podcast is uh, officially bad now. We can't really lean Naruto, into our... Naruto headband. That's ridiculous, Art. That's insane. Why would you say that? I would never wear a Naruto headband. One piece on the way, baby. As you wear a Dragon Ball shirt, which I love, by the way. Also, oh, yeah. uh, I guess not ninja related, but anyway. I'm, they know martial arts. They know martial arts. But do ninjas actually know martial arts? That's like my, my real question. I mean, we're going to talk to this dude. We're going to talk about it like, today. Yeah. Who, this guy, uh, I don't know him, but he has what, a very popular YouTube channel that what is, he talks what is, a lot about. What is ninjutsu? Yeah, I guess we'll ask him. What's ninjutsu? Uh, are ninjas were ninjas? I guess ninjas were real, but like to what extent? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because technically, you can be a ninja now. In yeah. a way. you can be like an assassin, like a Japanese yeah. assassin. I, I think my understanding is ninjas are like former samurais that don't follow the code of what is it, bushudo or things? What it is? Yeah, the bushudo code. Code. Yeah. yeah, they don't they don't follow that, and then they. Uh, I think I think a lot of samurais would would like. They were like contracted to do missions, and then ninjas, mm-hmm. they didn't follow the the rules of so they could follow. They could do darker, more like darker, dark, darker missions. Arts, yeah, yeah. That's my understanding. I could be entirely wrong. I am going off of like watching movies, like 
uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ninja these, kids. Are, yeah, Ninja Assassin. All these movies that I'm gonna be honest are probably offensive to people that know about actual ninjas. I wonder if this is like racially tricky. Are ninjas like racially? I don't know. Pointed, Ooh. I guess. I think people. I think they are typically Japanese, but I mean, Chris Farley did break that barrier for the rest of us. Yeah, Naruto is blonde with blue eyes. He's Aryan, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's a cartoon. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. Anyway, uh, should we get started? Should we get, get into this? Let's get into the pod, everybody. All right. I'll give a little intro. To this dude. This dude. I don't know him, but I want to. And this is why we talk to him, because I want to know about ninjas. This guy runs a very popular... <laughs> are you, why are you in pain when I'm describing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you look like you're dying over there. What's going on? <laughs> anyway, this dude, uh, very popular with the ninja YouTube community, I suppose. He has a bunch of videos about YouTube ninja... Or not YouTube, but ninja history. Uh, I'm excited mm-hmm. to talk to him. He also does a lot about samurai oh. stuff, so... Uh, it's, I think it'll be interesting. He's also a white dude, which I think is even more uh, fun. And I think I'm going to point it out, hopefully, to him if I'm not, like, afraid, which I might be. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll point it out. But, dude, you're Caucasian. <laughs> First thing I say to him, what the heck, dude? Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely not Japanese. And then First he pulls out, like, yes. a Japanese yeah. uh, <laughs> ID. He's like, actually. He's, he, he's like, you should know that my grand, my great-grandmother was a immigrant from Japan. <laughs> and we're like, all right, dude. Oh, okay. Hmm? All right. And then we and we just cut him off and we yeah. just finish it off ourselves. Uh, this pod. All right, let's talk to him. Enjoy this episode with Anthony Cummins, everybody. Ooh, everybody, great, great name, great name, great name, Anthony Anthony Cummins. You make no sense at all. All right. Okay, Anthony, can you just read that thing I sent you? Yep. Hi, my name's Anthony Cummins, and I'm going to teach Art and Ferrando about ninjas so they can justify buying ninja stars. Look, <laughs> I've been wanting ninja stars ever since I was a kid. I uh, used to, I don't know if this is going to relate to you, Anthony, because you're not from the States, but I used to dream about taking those AOL uh, online free uh discs and carving them into ninja stars and throwing them at people what um that that's you know why they, that's why they banned them those like cd roms that they they sent out in the mail because people were carving ninja stars into them and throwing them at people it's like a thing that well, happens well yeah. i can one up you on that one okay in the in united kingdom they banned uh <laughs> they're not ninja stars but we'll talk about that we they banned uh throwing stars permanently oh, sure. all metal ones everything because people were taking them to uh soccer matches and throwing them at each other oh and, my like, god sticking, like people were getting stuck in with shuriken and everything so oh, they banned god. that and teenage mutant ninja turtles in the uk is called teenage mutant hero turtles they're not allowed <laughs> to use the word ninja really so the uk yeah, is very anti-ninja is uh, they're not anymore because in fact the first time shuriken reappears so the japanese word is shuriken okay sure. the first okay. time shuriken reappear is um, the lot the last samurai with Tom Cruise? Be- from about 1985 to about 2004, all films had them edited out, and they tried oh, to change words. Wow. There was such a big ninja craze here of people just going out with swords and throwing throwing stars. Oh my at god! Each other. So yeah, oh, they wow. banned it. 
So it was banned because of how hyped it was, how freaking yeah. sick it was. Hell yeah. And remember here, there's, you're not allowed, there's, no, there's massive gun control here. You're not allowed guns. You're not allowed sure. blades. Or, yeah. And so therefore, people taking out blades and throwing them in the like, we're like, right. they, were just, like Stop. they were purging each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It was the yeah. <laughs> then again, though, 1980s Britain was a dangerous place with punks and football hooligans. So sure. Yeah, we don't yeah. understand the no uh, weapons thing here. We uh, we just love we love weapons. Yeah, we, we have uh, so many weapons. We go, we go, yeah, we can, you can go to your local mall and buy shuriken easily, and probably a gun for sure. Yeah, and it, you can't have anything here. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. The only people who have weapons in the UK are criminals. No, that yeah. Well, I guess all Americans are criminals, which is true. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you know, criminals don't. <laughs> That's why they're criminals, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, anyway, Anthony, tell us about your relationship with ninjas. How did you how did you become this dude on the internet known to to have all this knowledge about ninjas and and uh the history of them? What's your context? Oh. Who are you? So basically, my name's Anthony Cummins, I'm from Manchester, and what I've done is set about answering the question what do samurai and shinobi that's ninja what do they really do and we're doing that by going through to japan i've put a team together and we're going to analyze all the scrolls all the ninja scrolls and actually tell us what the history of the ninja is in wow. truth because the ninja is so popular and i realized all we know about them was wrong so i in about <laughs> 2008 i set off on the quest to get it sorted wow how did you what influenced this like how did you get was the tom cruise movie the one that really set you off you're like i got to get into this no i so i was born in 1978 which makes me 43 at the moment <laughs> and that was the 80s so that means about two year old i entered the 80s till about sure. you know 12 and that was it ninjas sure can i say they were banned they were yeah. like ninja turtles everywhere we're called hero turtles and, and, and ninja films a lot mm -hmm. i i've told this story a million times but basically one of my earliest memories is going to a toy shop uh, in North of England with my grandfather. I was holding his hand. I was looking up and he said, do you want sort of the army or the ninjas or it's cowboys or ninjas? And I looked at him. I was like, that is the most stupid question in the world. Of course it's ninjas. You know, I love <laughs> yeah. ninjas. And that was it. And I, that's my, one of my earliest memories. I don't know why. I just yeah. love ninjas. Wow. And so in 2008, and started... when everybody else did as well, it was a fad. But then when they sort of went on to something else, I just still love ninjas all the way from being a child to now. Cool. And since, like, I guess since 2008, you were you were just researching them, just like finding out what who they were, what they did, all that stuff. So, well, what happened was I went to university in the year 2000 and I did my bachelor's degree in ancient archaeology and uh, ancient history and archaeology. Cool. And what I did is I was wanting to do my master's degree before my possible PhD, which I didn't do. I did my master's degree. So I took really? a year off to go teach English in Japan and cool. study with me. I was like, oh, these, you know, Hatsumi in Japan, I'm going to go be a ninja. So I went there and I realized it was all fake. And I realized <laughs> it was a big oh. con, basically. So I spent that year, I came home, did my master's degree in theoretical archaeology. I used all that information to go back to Japan. Wow. I did another year's teaching and I found my first major translator, which is Yoshie Minami. She was one of my English students. Okay. And we, I just gave out homework so when english students like what's my homework we're not yeah. talking about children here. we're talking about housewives and all that yeah yeah, yeah. adults uh, and i gave them a ninja scroll to translate and nobody could do it they're like it's way too old it's like you know old english it isn't like for us but sure. this one woman yoshi minami came back and went i can do it so i took her for uh, lunch and we decided to start publishing and translating and Whoa. she had a degree wow Incredible. okay wait so let's back up here so it seemed you, you you said that ninjas are a con 
but the Ninja Scrolls exist. So how did we get, tell me more, yeah. what's going on here? So we have the first question is, what is a ninja? And today, if you ask a ninja, it's a person who dresses in black. They're the enemy of the samurai. They throw throwing stars and they sort of do these strange rituals with their hands. And sure. they have ninja swords dressed in black with, you know, the slit in. And that's just not true. It's not 100% inaccurate, but that's mm. not the case. So, um, but we've been led to believe that from the Japanese because about 1910, uh, a series of comics came out and they basically started to portray the ninja differently uh. away from the samurai. And then bit by bit, they added the black and then they put the mesh things on their hands Whoa. and then the shurikens were added and things like that. And then eventually they sort of became the farmer assassins while the, the samurai were against them. And, you know, and they lived in the mountains, but the samurai lived in lowlands. And this oh. is just not correct. Yeah. Excuse the dog. If you've just it's tuned in, the dog is <laughs> snoring. Like, you know, so trust cute. dog. Yeah, yeah. This this topic is putting the dog to sleep. Is what we're trying to say. Yeah, we've talked about it so much. Everything. Yeah. So wait, <clears throat> the the ninjas. I mean, we Fernando and I talked about this on the intro, but are ninjas? Yeah. They're not sam. Are they samurai? Yes, they are. That is the oh. main thing people don't understand. So. In military terms in Japan, you have two types of military personnel. One is the samurai and one is ashigaru. Samurai were, as you know, samurai. Ashigaru were the foot soldiers. They were like half peasants. They were the frontline soldiers, basically. You know, oh. given a spear, a sword, a bit of armor. Yeah, off yeah. you go, lads. And they might Pause. fight for like two months of the year. But then they became professional later on. And our samurai armies are built up of mainly foot soldiers, not samurai. Oh, so the ninjas are the foot soldiers. So, so no, so in that um, in that sort of them two levels there, there are many jobs okay. inside of right. You get a spearsman. You get people who do um, naval warfare. You get people who do measurement skills. Yeah. Meteorologists. Oh, the military. Get, like, yeah, yeah, total military. You get witch doctors included. Like they look at chi. Like the yeah. Chinese chi aspects come in. You get sure. historians and all that. Well, in that list of, say, 100 positions within the military is shinobi no mono, ninja. So okay. the term, you might have heard shinobi. Yeah. So ninja or ninja and shinobi no mono are the same Chinese characters. Oh, it's just okay. in Japan, you have two ways to say it. Yeah. Okay. And so, are these like, are these like actual assassins? Like, were they actually like stealth assassins? So this is another problem that kicks up. So, right. So basically you've got these samurai armies. And imagine you've got like a thousand lads on the field of battle ready to go. There might be like four or five of them who are shinobi trained. Okay. And their job is divided into two aspects. One is basically spying. They dress as normal people and go and spy everywhere. Okay. The other one, so they're, they're definitely like your classic spies. And the other one is commando military like paint your face black, jump through the jungle, you know, oh. knife people yeah, and yeah, carry yeah. on. Wow. So when what? people say our ninjas assassins, that is a trick question because we are we are leaping to a conclusion. First yeah. of all, what is an assassin? Most people think an assassin is someone brought up from childhood, taught in like loads yeah, of different yeah. ways, kill someone. Yeah. Actually, an assassin is anybody who outwardly kills anyone for political gain. So right. I, with no training, can assassinate someone, sure. but I'm not a trained assassin. Sure. So ninjas are not brought up as like in this group of people all training mm. to murder. But yeah. they are people who crept in. They are people who bribed their way in. They are people who actually went over to the enemy and worked for the enemy before war. And then when huh. the time came, 
they might slip a knife in someone important and then run away. Right. So like the so CIA. Yeah, I yeah. Guess, so basically, yeah. James Bond. Yeah. James oh, Bond is okay. exactly what a ninja is. He can walk in in disguise and yeah. he can dress like them. He changes his accent. He speaks languages. At the right. same time, he infiltrates the bad guys. And then also he can dress up in the black gear, go in there and shoot people. He Whoa, is. That's okay. why Ninja and James Bond are really popular. The same thing. Okay. Interesting. So James where- Bond gets figured out like immediately. People know James Bond is James Bond like forty minutes, like thirty minutes into the movie though. They're like, this is this is a spy. They're like, that's a spy right there. Right. But Ninja's <laughs> Ninja's less. It is a good point that it's always James Bond. He could be the worst spy in the world because right. he's like I'm James Bond is a spy. <laughs> right. His identity he, he is not. A- Gives his name. He comes in in a fancy suit. He's real high profile as soon as he shows up. Shows up in the nicest car. Yeah, he's the, yep. he's the most yep. popular ninja, dude. People just, people just to know. To be him. honest, you you've hit the nail on the head there, Fernando, because the old Ninja Scrolls, the Ban Senshukai, actually says those ninja which are famous in our land are not very good because they shouldn't be famous, but they're yeah. famous because they're so good at doing it. So it's a right. bit of a problem. With James <laughs> Bond, yeah, he's too good, so he's famous, and therefore he's no good because he's famous. Right. Yeah. So what does this? Do okay. I guess I have a few questions. Oh, Art, yeah. Oh, we've lost Art, have we? Oh, Wait. hello. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Okay, we're back. Um, a few questions. One, do where do the how do the scrolls fit into all this? What are these like these just like books basically about these these soldiers? I suppose. Like, what are these scrolls? So what happens is uh, basically the samurai from about the year thirteen fifty ish, roughly about the mid thirteen hundreds. To about the 1600s, go through periods of war. So we find very little written literature on military things between that period because everybody is just living it. They are out there fighting, they're on parade. You know, every sort of year they're going on campaigns, so there's little writing. But in Japanese history, at the year dead on 1600, the Tokugawa clan actually um, take control. So what happens is there's peace. So all military aspects start writing down their traditions. So everybody starts to write down, and that includes the ninja. So when you go to Japan, there's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of military scrolls, but only a very small, rare selection are ninja scrolls written by ninja telling you what they used to do. Oh, cool. So what did these, like, do they just, like, talk about, like, their lives or just, like, their military tactics? Like, what are in these scrolls? Just, like, literally their day-to-day? Like, I'm trying to, like, get a sense of, like, yeah. what so the main happening. one is the main one is this one, guys. It's, it's basically called the Bansen Shukai. And it okay. means many rivers coming to one ocean. And it's that thick. Cool. That's the most popular ninja scroll. It's the biggest ninja scroll. And what it does is it takes you through all the aspects. So, basically, to be a ninja, it says you have to have a uh, good background with your family, you know, don't come from nowhere. So people know you're not going to be disloyal. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to work closely with the Lord. So you know what he thinks and he mm-hmm. knows what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to learn how to dance, do the tea ceremony. You've got yeah. to learn all the different arts, different yeah. military arts, martial arts, especially things like crossing rivers, moving yeah. through mountains, um, magnetic like compasses, and yeah. of course, arson and yeah. languages and wow. climbing, castle structure, all these types of things. So to give you one example, there's a tool to cross a moat. So you've got a certain type of ladder that will go across a moat. Yeah. And then they would take a bow and arrow with a string on it. And they would put like a tar on the head. And even though they could be shot by arrows, they've got to, they've got to be able to track the moon. So they know when the moon's at the darkest. Whoa. They go underneath the turrets 
and they shoot the arrow up oh with God. the string. And then yeah. what they do is they met tie a knot in the string, pull that sticky arrow down so it doesn't lock in, Whoa. go back without getting shot, and then they oh measure the rope and say, and then with through um, trigonometry, they'll work out the projection for yeah, arrows. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's just one in like Jesus. thousands of skills that they have to do. Whoa. Yeah. So yeah, they just they're just like really good, well-trained soldiers. They're just yeah. they're yeah. literally just like these elusive, sleuthy soldiers. It also sounds like a position for the privileged because you said they had to come from a well-known family, <laughs> which means it's like, have money. Like, like rich kids could become ninjas, but like... The, a little classist, if you ask me. Yeah. Well, to be honest, this is where it mixes between the two, um, the foot soldier and the samurai. And you're right, again, is basically the foot soldier ones are the guys who go in there, probably dagger in mouth, start, you know, hitting yeah. people, and mm-hmm. people. But those who've had a really high education can write and remember, literacy is not massive. It's big in Japan. So they're the ones who are doing secret codes and writing mm-hmm. out. So yeah, if you've not got a good education, you, you can't, can't do, do those things. Yeah. So it was actually one of the reasons you've got to come from a good family. Or The point here is that a lord, they used to do double crosses. So if yeah. you have ninjas double crossing each other all the yeah. time, you need someone whose family has been a generational retainer. So the oh. chances of them double crossing you are really high. Low. yeah yeah okay, uh, sorry yeah. sorry yeah really low yeah really low and yeah. you've got a high chance that they will absolutely be a safe bet right right but yeah. this is where the problem has is samurai armies they used to have ronin now most people know a ronin is only a masterless samurai mm-hmm. and this idea that you know they'd have no master and they would commit suicide that's also false they're, what used to happen in the old days they just go around and hide, be hired out to different armies so some of the shinobi were hired in as newcomers and some of them were, you know, generational retainers. So one had a high chance of uh, turning on you and one had a low chance of turning on you. And you had to sort of yeah. balance yeah. The, you know, how you did it. So it was a constant game of who is on whose side. Yeah. And if you get it wrong, that's where we come back to the assassination. Somebody might just mm. slip a knife in you that, uh, with breakfast, you know, somebody yeah. might just kill you then and be gone. So are yeah. plans a thing? I guess ninja clans, there's like secret society ninja clan. Is that a thing? Is that like, or is that just all marketing? Well, it's just marketing, but yeah. it's not wholly wrong because all samurai clans are secret like, yeah, yeah. clans. So right. each clan, so for example, in the, there's, there's two terms here. There's the Sengoku period, which means the warring period and the Edo period, which is the peace period. And if mm. you can get something from the Sengoku period, it's cool because they used it in war and it was absolutely, you know, really being used. And back then, they even had a samurai family that was dedicated to speaking the Dutch language. Whoa, okay. The Dutch were trading with them. And oh, we had right. Jesuits, you people spoke Italian. And yeah. this idea that Japan was isolated is only in this later Edo period. Before huh. that, tons of people going over there and chatting and trading. The Chinese are there. The, yeah. the Southeast Asia are there. Everybody's mingling. Yeah. So one of the, in all of the clans or all of the families, one of them is probably dedicated to the arts of the ninja. Oh, how do we know that? So somebody will do some, sorry. How do we know that there is one that is probably related to just ninjas? Because you sort of like, they'll say like, for example, of Iga, the Hattori family were, yeah. were renowned for passing on ninjutsu. And okay. we know in Wakayama, the, the Natori family. So one's Hattori and one's Natori and yeah. they passed it on and the Fujibayashi. And, but there's also, so this is where it gets complicated. Across yeah. Japan, you probably have certain people specialized in ninjas. Well, first of all, it's a logistic thing. You can't all be specialized in ninjas. They sure. need like boat builders. Right, you know, right. A doctor. 
Yeah. But there's two places called Iga and Coco, which are famous. And that's where the myth of the ninja clans come from. Because those two uh-huh. places have about 50 or so families in each one. And they mm-hmm. are absolutely dedicated to ninja. They just do ninjas and they all are the best at ninjas. Wow. But again, it's, it's, it's sort of the more traditional idea of ninja, less so like the modern idea of ninja, like the marketed yeah. idea, of ninja, right? Yeah. Okay. But is there like a code for ninjas? Like there is like a way to, like a moral code? Like how do they operate, right? Well, yeah, actually the surprising thing is they say to be as truthful as possible all of the time. Okay. Because when you need to lie, people need to believe you. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. That's exactly <laughs> what I do. So, is that what you do? You're a ninja. Yeah. You yeah. come from a bad family from it. I don't know if you can. Uh, yeah, I, I could not be a ninja though. I, I do not come from the high social class. Yeah. No the pedigree. No nope. that would allow me. I don't have the pedigree to be a ninja. No, maybe, probably maybe your family though. Maybe your kids. <laughs> maybe my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Socioeconomically climb to uh, <laughs> be educated enough to calculate the trajectory of an arrow. That's then insane. You can be, yeah. yeah. That is crazy. Um, anyway, so when is this, you said in the 1910s is when like they started to really market the ninja as like the modern day ninja, I guess that was like, that's the of it really. Cause basically okay. samurai, the world of the samurai ended in around 1868. So basically yeah. from about 1868, it started to decline. So basically the last samurai, you've both seen the last samurai. Haven't you? Yes. I, I actually have yeah. not seen that movie, but I know, I know it. Really? I know it. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen it. Well, I should, basically, I watch Tom it. Cruise is there at the end right. of the Samurai, and that's the end of the Samurai. And from that point, in the late 1800s, all the ninjas end, and the sort of Samurai sort mm. of come to an end. They, they then take on the Western Army, Western intelligence, mm. and by the early 1900s, like 50 years later, there's just no more ninjas left, and they start yeah. making more comic books, and yeah, yeah, then yeah. anime becomes important. it, yeah. 30s and 40s, you get anime starts, and, that, and then, of course, it goes to films and then computer games and then it just carries on and carries on right so ninjas probably look more like samurai than what they do in like naruto right oh we keep losing him Uh-oh. no no i think i think uh to, to i think art's asking if they looked similar to samurais or did they have like a different aesthetic to what they actually appeared like and what we were used to seeing yeah, exactly. this is actually where it becomes a, a, a difficult point because ninjas in the main, if they were in disguise, would literally just be disguised. They'd look yeah. like me. There's you know, wearing like one. jeans and a t-shirt, you know. Yeah, yeah they're jeans and a t-shirt, yeah. so yeah, that's. Yeah. Or if they are in the military and the army is on the move, they totally dress just in military gear, and they have a little their own little hut which says ninjas on the side, and they go out at night and murder anyone trying to come in. They infiltrate the enemy camp. You know they are ninjas. So what, but if they are creeping in to people's houses and stuff like that, we start to see dressed in black, masks uh, over the face, normally sure. that way. But that's also the same as a Japanese thief. If you've got a Japanese yeah. thief and a Japanese ninja, they would look exactly the right. same. Probably I probably any thief. guess when yeah. the downtime of war was, some of them were probably on the rob anyway. Do you know what mm. I mean? They were like, yeah. you know, let's go and burgle that guy over there for a bit. So okay. they don't look any different. But no, yeah. you wouldn't be like, here's a ninja. It's dressed in black. He's got a mask on. That's only a ninja. That's yeah. actually just a thief. Huh. Interesting. And so the whole idea of like a Naruto like headband, like that's like not, that's like fake, right? It's got, there's no way. Is that a real thing? Well, the, the actual headbands are real, but they're not for ninjas. Those are, they, Hachigane, I think they're called. They're literally like that. And they stop swords hitting oh, when people. Oh, cool. Building. Like a helmet. And that's what that's actually for. Oh, interesting. Very cool. Yeah. So does it, does it bother you? 
that there's like such a misconception of, of how uh, ninjas are, are actually are in, in modern day media. I feel like it would just be as, as a person who would know so much about ninjas, it would really bother me. Like, this is not how it actually is, you know? <laughs> it used to, but to be honest, yeah. everybody sends me a new, like every time they're like, oh, have you seen the trailer? It's the last summer. I keep getting a bloody trailer every time, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Anthony, have you seen this? And all my friends are like, historical ninja, no, to just annoy me. So I'm like, no. Right. But I do genuinely want I don't mind it being fantastical. I don't mind it being all magical and all that. But the original history is so much more impressive than the 1920s, you know, comic history. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we just make fantasy films, games from that? Basically, yeah. would be- are there are there any films or anything like that, like any media that you think does have it fairly accurate to the way it was or anything like that? Uh, there's one called. It's not a ninja film, but it's called uh, Thirteen Assassins, I think, but in Japan, okay. it's a Japanese film. That's very much. How you would imagine them but uh, have you ever seen oh what is it called it's gerard butler lawful citizen or something oh yeah law-abiding law-abiding citizen law-abiding citizen that is the best ninja film ever really explain yeah. explain that because he's he's got to go on a task of revenge and ninjas were hired for revenge or that's what you used if you wanted to go on revenge, you used ninjutsu and he yeah. tracks his enemy he makes multiple plans. He's digging tunnels. He gets them and he leads them all to where he wants to be so yeah. that he can go through all of his own strategy. That's what ninjutsu is. Wow. I can't wait to tell people that Gerard Butler is my <laughs> favorite ninja. ninja. He's my yeah. favorite ninja. <laughs> and have you seen, I think, Blood and Bone by Jay White. It's a very underground film, but Jay okay. White. I have okay. not seen it, no. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He, he's like, he, he's sort of like a, a B-lister, I think, but he's around and, he, and that's another one warrior who is on a path of rightful you know you know correct path but using deception hmm. cool okay. yeah this is good i mean this is i feel like i'm just so warped in my conception of like what i yeah, expect out of yeah yeah well so that brings us to ninja stars right the word yes. ninja is just shuriken and yeah. most of them were straight they were actually straight and you throw them like that or oh, they're cool they're wheel ones and you throw them now the, their history is not so clear, it, possibly from China, but they do appear in Japan and they're more of a swordsman's tool. Hmm. So swordsmen, when they're about to fight, would throw at the enemy and then draw their sword and go to attack. It's like a distraction or something, yeah. Okay. It's not a distraction. We only have one solid reference. Out of oh. thousands of pages, we have one solid reference of a ninja using a throwing star. What? And it's probably, probably as a marker. Every 108 oh. meters, which is one show in Japanese, Use a marker. Wow. There is nothing else on it, really. There's like what? A, That's crazy. Thing. Yeah, but we tracked this, and a man called Dr. Stephen Turnbull from Leeds, England. He actually tracked. It was about 1950 that the ninja and the shuriken were absolutely connected in a comic or an anime on Japanese television. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's wild. So, what are the what other weapons did they did ninjas actually use? Right. So mainly is lots of Chinese gas sort of bombs, explosives, okay. fires, fire arrows. Um, but on the whole, they're not weapons, they're tools. Cool. So they would use lots of rafts, lots mm. of sort of, um, they don't use smoke bombs, but they do use, so weapons-wise, they use a hand grenade, which I always thought quite funny. They would creep yeah. up, throw a hand grenade through the arrow port and like sit like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes. They're clay balls with shrapnel in and gunpowder. Uh, and they're wrapped cool. in massive amounts of paper to give them pressure. Yeah, yeah. But of course, flotation devices. So you had like animal skins that were flotation devices, underwater yeah. flippers, snorkels, wow. all that sort of stuff is ninjas. Climbing tools, spikes. Yeah. They're just like spies. I mean, they're less like, they're less they're, like 
their own thing, more just like yeah. spies, like old spies. Um, I, I always translate them as infiltrators. So Shinobi yeah. no Mono as infiltrator or commando spy because they literally do both. Huh. But they obviously learn how to fight though too. Like they have like fighting skills, right? Is there like a fighting style that ninjas learn? So here's the main problem. So I went to Japan to learn the fighting style of a ninja, ninja two. It was <laughs> yeah. made up in the 1960s by a man called Takamatsu. And yeah. he made it up. It came to a man called Masaki Atsumi who taught it to, do you know Stephen Hayes? I don't think so. So probably not your generation, but Stephen Hayes in the 1970s and 80s was one of the most famous. So he was out selling Bruce Lee. You know, he's like there. Okay. And okay. he was the man who brought ninjutsu from Japan. But he literally got it from this man who made up the 1950s, 20 years before. Yeah. And then the world went ninja mad and that was it. There was ninja schools everywhere. Why track the history back? And it was like, it's all made up. Yeah, of course. So there is no specific, I have to be careful here, hand-to-hand combat fighting system specific to the ninja. None. Wow. But they do have tricks to get out of fight. So, for example, if somebody's chasing you and you're running away, one of the tricks is to hit the floor as hard as you can, lift your sword up and, like, sort of skewer people on it, or, Mm. you know, they would go over you. Um, The other one is you let Chinese firecrackers go somewhere Mm. else, so people think they're getting shot at. So mm-hmm. you can escape. So mm-hmm. there's that type of thing. But a ninja right. would absolutely be a good fighter if sure. it was the right type of ninja. Remember, okay. some are linguists. It might just be some little dweeby guy like who speaks four languages, you know. So yeah. I mean, he's the, the language ninja. And okay. then you get this sort of Ashigaru, you know, foot soldier, teeth, knife in the teeth. I'm yeah. going to murder everyone ninja who's just hard as nails. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, this makes sense. I was, I guess, like, I don't know why I thought ninjutsu was like an actual thing. When really, nope, you're not to blame for that. Ninjutsu is yeah. a real thing, but it's all the arts I've talked about so far deception, right, right. infiltrate that's ninjutsu. Mm. But somebody just before you guys were born, we twisted packaged it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all. Thing. So, so would you say most ninjas never really saw combat because the way you're describing it's like a lot of them were just like gathering intel or just like recon reconnaissance and stuff like that? So, were most of them just kind of doing that and there wasn't like a lot of actual battle amongst ninjas? I would say probably a high percentage were just information gathering. So probably it was really boring. But the only way I can um, describe it, is, well, again, it's in two forms. So the frontline ninjas with the army probably saw loads of combat, more than the regular mm. army. Mm. But the ones who went out before them, who were just chatting and talking, and coming back dressed as a merchant, they probably yeah. saw next to none, you know. Right. So oh, it's a very you've always got in mind as the army center of the army moves forward, the yeah. front line is there. Ninjas are here. Mm, wow. And they're way behind the enemy line. Yeah. So you might not see combat, but if you get found out, well, they'll cut yeah. your nose off, they cut your ears sure. off. So it's like Oof. going, it's like going to a South American cartel, yeah. going and getting a job in a cartel, yeah. and then halfway through another cartel having a war with them, murdering that guy and getting out alive. Wow. But people know that they're different dialects, words. That's how difficult it would be. Wow. Do you have any, do you have any good, like, famous ninja stories that are that will put things into perspective, but also be realistic, you know? That's actually one of the problems we have is the, the word ninja was sort of established just before the period of peace. So we know it exists in the war, mm-hmm. but we don't have any record of it That's in the war. Record. We just have people ah. after the war saying, yeah. well, ninjas did this and we did that and this guy did that, you know. And, and so the main thing is, is 
one example that's given, it's not amazing, but one example is given is that um, one guy comes up to a ninja and says, I don't believe you ninjas are any good. Yeah. And you try and steal my sword on this specific day. So he says, okay, we will do. So what he does is he dresses in certain colours and certain place, and he says, right, I will get it before the end of the day. And it's a festival day. Mm -hmm. So what the ninja does is he has someone dress exactly like him. And at some point they switch over. And the other guy is constantly tracking this, what he thinks is the ninja in the oh, background. Yeah. But the ninja disguised himself as an old woman. And when they're doing like the water throwing at the festival and yeah, doing yeah. that, the old woman takes the sword out in the crowd and then escapes. And then oh. he's stolen the sword. And that was Whoa. him demonstrating how we use deception in ninjutsu. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So that's, I guess, like, oh, I guess, did we lose art again? No, that's, okay. that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So they were just. That sounds kind of like, like just a master of disguise. It's kind of like Sherlock Holmesy. You know how he's he's always like changing his outfits to get more information and kind of get things out of people. It's yeah. very similar to the Holmes stories. Yeah, the more I hear about this, the more I'm just like, this is just like, like just normal again, James Bondy type things, less less flashy, just more like deception, uh, grabbing intel, CIA, yeah. Secret Service kind of stuff. You know? I'm gonna be honest. Well, was, this, sounds, this sounds like more fun. This sounds like more fun to do than actual ninja, like the stuff that we fighting. learned about. Yeah, 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 just like just like sneaking around and tricking right. people. Sounds like a good time. Well, <laughs> yeah. also as well, what you have to add to this though, this is where the other bit comes in. Is they were pretty much into witchcraft, what you would consider mm -hmm. witchcraft, mm -hmm. okay. and dark witchcraft. So in even we have white magic and black magic, just as sort of ideas. But even in Japan, they had what was considered. Um, magic here for good and magic for bad and they were horrific the ninja they were horrible is, it was is this where the is this where the hand gestures come like come in is this where people started thinking that that was a thing well those hand gestures are actually so it's called kuji in which is uh, sorry kuji in which is the hand gestures and kuji kiri which is that in the air now this is an old probably taoist or taoist protection grid and it's rin to rin and that is just a spell from china which sort of says my warrior ancestors who were ghosts come and protect me. So mm. when people went up mountains or down scary paths, they would do it. And again, so the ninja did do that, but so did everyone else. That's like saying yeah. like chopsticks are used by the ninja. So yeah, it's yeah. ninja chopsticks. It's not, totally right. not. So it's like so a prayer. The ninja thought it's, this, it's just a prayer. Got and that it. is again, wow. just prayers. But ninja magic is basically animal cruelty, animal sacrifice. So... Uh they would, uh, they would get a pit viper, a snake, pick yeah. it up, pit viper, get a pair of sort of tweezers or pliers and rip its teeth out. Whoa. And they would say magical spells while it was alive, just throw it away. And they would put them in their top knots. This is how we know they didn't wear masks. They had top knots and they put wow. these viper pins in their hair to sort Whoa. of like, and that, that would make them invisible to the enemy. And they used to have talismans on them. And for example, if the moon goes through an eclipse, they would then sharpen a new um, hairpin and do a magical spell to get the darkness of the moon with what? them, all that type of thing. That's so, so, cool. That's skin, so cool. Well, it gets a bit, so then it gets a bit weird where they then get a live dog and pull its eyes out. And they then grind the eyeballs in and then put it in mercury or put it on a string and they wrap it in red cloth and they'll tie a red cloth bandana around them. And they'll literally go in and like with the eyes of the dog, they can see at night. And like dogs, they won't be seen. 
and it's all like this animal sacrifice bloody black witchcraft yeah just like not uh yeah. based in any sort of real science at all yeah just like freaking crazy people being like all right what what can dogs do what can how can i harvest that you know i don't know or have you ever put mercury in ground eyes ground eyes in that's your that's a good forehead? point i've never yeah, done that before never done it so you're talking about never a man of it. science you've never even done a test you're not you're not a man of the scientific method you're just right. trashing on their beliefs for no reason right, right. i'm hate i'm hating for no reason we do actually find that in a jewish text believe it or not even jewish texts say you should crush the eyes of something put it here and you will see demons what wow. yeah it, even so and that's weird. standard like jewish rigid like it's across it moved middle east don't forget everybody forgets that buddhism was in india yeah mm-hmm. and it went all the way to japan indian religion is in japan through yeah. the line. So loads of trade was going in. So oh, they had right. Catholicism. They had all this sort of stuff coming from there. So half of the Japanese stuff is actually from mainland Asia and uh, India. Yeah, that makes sense. That's so, so weird. So you find things like you take a horse's skull, invert it, plant yeah. certain seeds in it, grow these, mix them, put the ointment on your face and off you go. You're magical. So they're, they're pretty in, the ninjas were pretty into this, like this sort of black yeah. magic. Wow. I guess most people probably were right at the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, because at the yeah. same time you get samurai magic. So a lot of people right. forget that the samurai are absolutely medieval people. So first of all, yeah. a ninja is a samurai, more, more than likely. Right, right. And he is a above everything, a samurai is a headhunter. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. They're just killers. Are you with me? Oh, he's gone. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. samurai is a headhunter? Okay. Samurai are headhunters. We all talk about headhunters in Africa and Indonesia. Everybody forgets to mention the Japanese samurai. That was their number one task: is get as many heads as they could. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, inter- yeah. I like how this is all like very like realistic and not like. Oh, yes. So basically, yeah. samurai get paid by the heads that they bring back. Yeah. So when they invaded Korea, he said, "Just bring as many heads as you can. If you've got too many heads, then you start taking noses, noses, or lips. Oh yeah, or ears." So a samurai, brutal act- dude. So basically, a samurai cuts a man's head off, and you know them strings they have on their swords? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They take the head, that string, and they right. put it through the mouth, they pull it out of the neck, and they tie it to them. Or they have, like, a granny bag of heads that they yeah. take home. And if they've got too many heads, they start taking this, but they must take the moustache and the beard to show it's a man, or the eyebrows down to the nose to show it's a man, Brutal. in case the samurai killed a woman or a monk. Mm. damn this is brutal because they were horrible blokes they were horrible yeah they said i mean this sounds not uh nice this is this yeah. is bullying uh uh behavior but um to go back to you i'm actually curious about your sort of uh you went to japan to like learn the way of ninjutsu uh how disappointing how disappointed were you when you like learned all the realistic things like i bet that was like pretty life-shattering or pretty life-changing in a way it was, but this yeah. is where everybody. So, if you don't know, I'm sort of been at war for a decade with like all these guys online. Now, I've got this website who hate me. There's a website dedicated to how terrible I am, right? And the reason is, is because they all come from this one organization, the Bujinkan, which is like this Takamatsu guy. So, I've said that's wrong and they hate it. And there's probably been about 150,000 students in the last 40 years. Okay. So, and there's Wait, a lot of money involved and they hate it. So I personally was what not is this group? Bo- what is this group? What's this context for this group again? So do you remember there was the man called Takamatsu who taught Hatsumi and he taught Stephen Hayes, who was at okay. the Oh, yeah. right, right, right. The, this is the and 1960s. Became a fun- right, right. Okay. Yeah. I, I got 1960s you. Now. Got yes. Still going today. And the grandmaster is oh. about 90 odd year old now and he's still going. 
Yeah. And there's a big sort of like divide. Do we believe Anthony Cummins or do we not believe Anthony Cummins? You know, yeah. which one, you know. So, so what is the, so you were disappointed in like, and now there's a huge community out to get you and you're on a hit list, which explains yeah. why you live in a cottage yeah. away from all of this. <laughs> it makes sense uh yeah i just i'm curious about your personal like well how would how did you i mean it seems like you you made it your own thing regardless of like your expectations of it you're just like i'm gonna actually gonna change this and be like uh instead of like the romanticized idea of ninja it's like i'm gonna be more realistic about it um and then dive into the history it actually took four years so 2004 i went to japan and by 2008 i'd absolutely knew them guys were fake but it took four years So what happened was, at first, I was really disappointed with the organization. Not, I didn't think they were fake, but I knew something was wrong. And there was, remember, they're teaching that ninjas were assassins and ninjas lived in the mountains and all them things we've just said. So basically, um, there was a sentence in a book on ninjas from about that time where it said, take your best samurai and teach them in the arts of ninjutsu. And this was a quote from a historical document. I thought... How can you take a samurai and teach them in ninjutsu if the ninjas are opposite the samurai and they live in this isolated village? I don't get it. Yeah. So I started looking. And then when I'd gone through some of the scrolls and started to get it, I was not disappointed. I was like, quickly dropped that. I was like, yeah. get rid of that crap. And yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. And then for like 10 years, I've just been going deeper and deeper into it. So I was mm-hmm. never disappointed. And I expected everybody else wouldn't be disappointed. But oh my God, they were like, not happy. So it was a long 10 years, I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, when they when you spend money on a thing, you don't want to be wrong about that thing. You know, like that's the worst feeling. Yeah. The buyer's and remorse. Black belts, remember, like 10th dance sure. and 5th dance. And they're like, and they, they suddenly say, what am I 5th dance of? What am I 10th dance Well, you know, someone yeah. suddenly made up about 20 years ago. Wow, interesting. So do you, what is your current study like now for in terms of, uh ninjas are you still you're still looking at the scrolls you're still going to japan like how are you uh continue your research so basically uh the translators are still working but it's gone much slower and covid has stopped me going to japan i've not been to japan in about four years i used to go mm. every year for months mm. nice and do that but basically like study, what yeah. I, did... I just i just remembered that we're in the third year of covid right now i forgot, <laughs> I yeah, forgot yeah. about that surprise <laughs> yeah so basically, I can't go to Japan till all that's sorted. But mm, I'm right. going to go straight back there. But actually, I've widened my scope now to all samurai and mm. uh, even to Chinese military history because it's yeah. Chinese military history. Samurai were sort of like brought from that. And then the ninja are part of the samurai. So if you know it all, you get it's to all, ninja. Yeah. It's all related to a certain day. So you're mainly interested in Asian military history, less so Western military history. I actually really like knights. I love knights. I love <laughs> offering all that. But to be fair, I can't do both. And right. right. I, I, too I, much. I love, you know, I love both of them. But yeah, there's, right. there's loads of really good plate people uh, out there doing that. So nobody has done this before me. So I was like, let's get this done. Right. And of course, I love ninjas really a lot. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. You just like medieval times. You just like, like, yeah, you just like the medieval era. and feudal, feudal eras. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Pre-gun. <laughs> Pre-gun time yeah pre gun yeah yeah pre-americans yeah. uh second amendment times i get you i get you, <laughs> I feel you. unfortunately the america weren't even there i don't think when we had uh, when the guns arrived in japan i think <laughs> yeah the, the guns arrived in japan in 1550 ish okay so what where was america at that point just starting colonies i think wasn't it yeah i think Probably so yeah. puritans and stuff uh yeah. just got through um so 1500s i don't know my history so uh, the Puritans, I think, are seventeen hundred, but people have landed in a before, before. Like, you know, Chris, yeah. Chris Columbus kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Back, 
So yeah, yeah, even the samurai had stopped before America even started. They were like, right. oh, let's do it. So yeah. Japan were actually the biggest manufacturer of guns at the time. Mm. Wow. So this That's idea that samurai didn't use guns is absolute nonsense. Yeah, they loved them and they shot everybody with them. Wow. Yeah, I mean, to the point where they, they threw firecrackers to trick people into thinking they were guns and that was a reasonable thought. Yeah. 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 Wow. And one of, the, one of the skills actually that for, for example, a ninja skill is you put, uh, you ram powder down a gun, you put a ball bearing down so it's sealed, you know, your bullet, and then you put not wet, but slightly damp paper and ram that down. And then you put a, a stopper in it then you put more powder and then a smaller bullet. And what you do is wow. you drop a fuse down it. So the fuse is next to the smaller bullet on the gunpowder and you aim it. It shoots one out and then you double shot the other one. Whoa. So you get two shots from a single shot gun. Nice. What? Well, they, they invented basically the, the modern day shotgun. That's so cool. Yeah. It was like, bang, boom. You know, like, so you, yeah. it'd light at one end, shoot, and then, then the pan had flashed that wow. one, shoot again. And so it meant if they missed the first one, they could go with the second one, second or one. double yeah. shot it off. And then they start drawing swords. Wow. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. This, I mean, this is, this is, you've, ex, you've explained it so well. I feel like there's, I have no other real, real quick. Fernando, do you have anything else on your mind about ninja? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't have any. No. Do you have, do you have like a favorite ninja movie that you just like in general, like a movie where you're like, this isn't necessarily accurate, but I do really enjoy this yeah, movie? Yeah. Yeah. Like a fun ninja yep. movie. Yep. Sakura Killers. Okay. Ooh. Is that like so a live action movie? Yep. Live action about 1983. I was about six year old. It came out and it had ghost faced ninjas. So it was oh, okay. a black gentleman and a white gentleman in Thailand, I think it was filmed. Nice. And they get trained by a Japanese immigrant who's ninjas and they've got these awesome red and green suits on with gold masks. And then the, the baddies cool. are in black. It was it was brilliant. And I've loved it ever since a child. Are you, are you a fan of anime? Do you like ninja anime and stuff? I used to be into anime, but I've stopped about 20 years ago. I was about yeah. 20s, I sort of stopped. It got a bit much. It was like anime, anime right, you know, right, and then right. you, all the time. It just got a bit much. But yes, right. I did. Yeah. And of course, when I started doing this research, I sort of was like, oh, that's wrong and that's not right. And that's a bit silly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except Ninja Scroll. Have you seen Ninja Scroll? I have seen Ninja Scroll. That is you awesome. have. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Ninja Scroll. That's sick. It's my favorite anime ninja by far. Nice. Yeah. And this is good. I mean, and also. We watched it and my roommate and I were like, they're doing, they're not doing a lot of ninja stuff. And it's like, oh, now I'm realizing it's because ninja are basically samurai at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, they're doing like samurai stuff. It's like, oh, that makes sense. They're less actually it's more, it's, more perfect, it's a perfect example because he is given, he is hired to go and investigate something. Yeah. yeah. And he investigates it by walking around and then breaking into place exactly what ninjas did. Because I was 15 when that came out, and I was like, "Why is he not wearing a ninja suit? Yeah, Where's yeah. the ninja stars?" Exactly. You know. Yeah. But later, I'm like, go back, and I'm like, "That's amazing. That is nice. awesome." Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. It's an amazing. If anyone hasn't seen Ninja School, go watch it. It's an amazing piece of work. Not just an anime. Art, art's always bringing this podcast back to anime <laughs> every single time. This guy <laughs> loves anime. I'm not. I promise you. I promise. Did you watch Basilisk then? I've not. I don't know what that is. Right, Basilisk was uh, basically the Eager and Coca Ninja villages in anime fight oh, each other. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I saw so, uh, there's there's I mean there's so many, but um, that's a little one called Naruto. Have you heard of that one? I don't know. If you've heard. <laughs> it's a big yeah, one. I watched the first season. I was like, this is. This However, is not... oh, you know, it's fun, but it was like, All right, yeah, I can't wait yeah, I think that that's like a culmination of years of of ninja marketing, and here we are, just like Naruto. Mm -hmm. They're summoning giant toads and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing, it came in with James Bond ninjas first appeared with James Bond in You Only Live Twice in the book. Oh, okay. They then, I think 1962, the film comes out, so Sean Connery fights ninjas, and they actually yeah. say the word ninja in Bond. And wow. then, do you remember, it was something called... Um, Oh, no, I actually forgot it now. It's a really famous TV serial that came out in 1980, which had the first ninjas in. Wow. Yeah, and, and that this, was sort of like the, the... Shogun, the Shogun by James mm. Cavill, the book came out. And then mm. and that was it. Then after 1980, it just, you could hardly spot ninja. And then it was poof, ninjas. Yeah. Everywhere. What, what, it's just yeah. like media. They just like someone was like, oh, ninjas are cool again. Like they just like decided like the people started well, making was... media. I think it came with James Bond and people sure. thought like, oh, like a Japanese, but it never really kicked off beyond it was in a James Bond film, but it didn't become like common knowledge. Yeah. And then after the TV series called The Shogun, which was mm-hmm. based on this James guy's book, that apparently kicked off the Japan boom in the West. Mm-hmm. So overnight, karate schools opened, Japanese restaurants opened. It was watched yeah. by that many people Wow! that uh, it just changed America and the UK. Right. Of course, like Hollywood, wow. like hopped on board and like, they, you know, we're like, what's cool? Ninjas, they're interesting. They're sort of like sneaky. And it's just like this, yeah, yeah interesting reflection of. Uh, so I've been, I've been contacted by tons of games makers, but independent games makers yeah. saying, well, I help them. I've spent hundreds of hours helping people with games that have never come out. So, <laughs> no. the, you know, I, now I have to say, you're actually going to get this published because I've, you know, I've done this before. But yeah. There's one set now, a game which looks like it's in development. They've mm-hmm. been given a certain amount of money to do a test game, which will then go on to possibly being signed. So mm-hmm. I'm helping with that at the minute. So I'm really trying to get in the games anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be an advisor for them, you know. Imagine how cool an anime would be with like the dog's eyes and the yeah, the like an actual real realistic <laughs> ninja stuff. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Do you ever play Ghost of Tsushima? Have you are you a big gamer? Uh, no, I'm not. Well, I as I say, I used to play. I'm older. I used to play um, Street Fighter Two. Yeah. Okay. I, I was crap at it. Dead. Right. Dead. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I had a, a friend of mine sold his PlayStation One so I could play to me for 20 quid, about $30. Yeah. And it was this was years ago. And I got Tenchu One. Do you remember Tenchu, the computer game? Do not do not remember no. that one. Right. It's probably the best ninja computer game there's ever been. Wow. It, okay. It, it, Ricky Maru, you dress as a samurai, you creep along the the yeah. uh, roofs and you got you know it's 1999 i think it was yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so you know it's playstation one and that was it i must have bought it and i must have played it for about an hour and a half i was like i give up on that yeah. so the amount of people who've emailed me and said play ghost of tsushima i'm like yeah. sod off i have not <laughs> the bloody game yeah Get out. well apparently so, it's apparently it's pretty good apparently it's pretty accurate in terms of like they're trying to really depict samurai the whole era like the uh mongols invading japan like that stuff they, that whole era they did one major problem though they did they took yeah. warfare style yeah. Yeah. and then they superimposed it to the mongol invasion yeah, in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's actually about 200 years difference, difference. in the armor and equipment yeah. they're using but that yes, they are bang on with the Mongols. Yeah, you're very a fool, loosely based. You're a fool. I know I'm a fool. Yeah. I don't know my history, which is this is why we have Anthony Cummins come on and just describe how everything works for me. All right, like this is why we need yeah. this podcast because I don't know anything. <laughs> I want to learn. All right. No, but you you are in a way right because they apparently it's been really good. But what they did is they just thought the armor was better in the 1500s. Yeah, and the cooler. Yeah. It's cooler, but yeah. the story of the Mongol invasion is awesome. Also pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Um, well, that's great. Do you have any other anything else you want to say about uh, ninjas before wrapping up, Anthony? Anything else on your mind? Basically, I don't want to be one of those uh, sort of you know history Nazis. You've got to do that. You've got to look at it yeah. this way. You know, gatekeep ninjas, but totally get away from that daft idea of shuriken and this. Just go into the, the black magician, James Bond, commando yeah. spy, and you're there. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Anything else in your mind, Fernando? I'm good. I'm good right now. Cool. Uh, well, we have one more question to ask you. Some sort of a palate cleanse. Before I do that, um, Anthony, where can we find you? What do you got going on? What do you have to plug? Mainly, you find my books on Amazon. Uh, so, for example, if you want to uh, learn about ninjas, your best place to type this ninja skills. Cool. It's basically, I've just created an illustrated guide for everyone. That's so cool. But, so that's your opening one. But on yeah. the whole, I'm um, Samurai and Ninja History on YouTube and just right. follow me. It's all tons of free content. Yeah. And I'll just mm-hmm. keep updated. Which is or how I found look, him. Look up the documentary, um, The Man Who Killed the Ninja. Great. That's awesome. Uh, again, that's where I found Anthony. He makes great videos on the YouTubes and I highly recommend it. Um, Cool. Anthony, we have one more question that we ask all of our guests, sort of a little palate cleanser. Um, can you please describe your perfect day? We're talking about 24 hours. You can do whatever you want. Um, be anywhere you want. The only constraint you have is 24 hours. What are you doing? What are you eating? Who are you sitting? Like, what? yeah, do, describe right. your perfect day. I would sit. I used to be a sea cadet. I used to teach sea cadets and be at sea cadets. So sailing, stuff like that. Oh, okay. So, so cool. Literally go to the boatyard prep a boat to sail, go sailing. And I used to sail tall ships, you know, the big pirate ships. Okay. What? So That's I would go, I would sail one of them. I actually used to teach the kids. So I sailed to Norway on the tall ship race. So I'd, I'd do, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good, actually. It was a new 2008 <laughs> tall ships race from Liverpool to Bergen, Norway. So cool. I did it. A- Anthony, yeah. I, I do want to say, Ant- I want to say, uh, when I describe my perfect day, I do talk about sailing as well, because I've always wanted to learn how to sail. There you go. So, I'm already so into this, into what yeah. everything you're saying. Please, please do go it. on. Yeah. Do it. It seems so, so, I, so nice. I'd do the sailing. I'd go out and I'd come back and I would then have, uh, the, well, so if you like sailing, there's the sound that every sort of sailor knows and it's halyards hitting the mast. A halyard is the mm-hmm. rope that goes mm-hmm. up the mast. It goes cling, 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 mm-hmm. cling. And then you get the seagulls at the sea going squawking and that sound is awesome. So 24 hours of that sound. That's sick. And then at night, I would go and watch an ACDC concert with wow. Bon Scott, the singer. Nice. So he'd, he'd be resurrected. Yeah, After yeah. I'd take, I would then go to, I love heavy metal. So I'd then go to Rock World in Manchester. It used to be a big rock venue. Sure. And I'd hang out with Bon Scott and have a drink. Ah, oh, wow. I'd probably end up day. seeing a girl by the end of the evening, but no. <laughs> Let's yeah. let's do sailing and ACDC first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Whatever this is your, again, this is your perfect day. If you happen to see a girl, you happen to see a girl. If you don't, then what? You're having a great day anyway, right? Oh, actually, no. Aud- Audrey Hepburn would be on the right hand side. <laughs> so again, yeah. resurrected from the dead. <laughs> yeah. Totally resurrected. And Everyone's there resurrected. Be a single ninja in sight anywhere. <laughs> anywhere, yeah. In fact, ninjas away from me. Yeah, yeah, get away. <laughs> Try to live my life. Don't you don't you don't do your black magic around me I'm trying to listen to AC DC. <laughs> that's amazing. That's an amazing perfect day. That's a that's a yeah, for now. This is like this sounds like your perfect day, Fernando. Well, like, this is something well my perfect to. my perfect day is I, I already know how I don't know how to I don't know how to sail yet, but I've always wanted to learn. Yeah. Uh, and just like my perfect day would just consist of me on the open ocean sailing, like surrounded by the water. Yeah. Nice. Something about something about seeing just like water just and nothing else just seems very peaceful and serene. 
And I just, I, I feel like that's just beautiful. Your yearns for that. I'm jealous that you know how to sail. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing, friend. At night, at sea, it is the darkest dark you have ever yeah. seen. It. Yeah. You're yeah. like at the edge of the rail. Like I did, it's called the TS Royalist was the ship we sailed by. You know, square rig. So it's got the square sails. But mm-hmm. one night we went past the Scottish Islands and the phosphorescence in the water were glowing. Whoa. And it was like a Disney film. That's so awesome. That's but so on the sick. same trip, which is a problem, the water, uh, it recirculates the water. Mm-hmm. That had failed. So we had no water and I had to brush my teeth in tea. The last Ugh. of the tea I had, you know what I mean? And I, and I was Great. on, we were on, we're I, on a single tack all the way yeah. to Norway because the wind are, are you telling me? Side. Are you telling me everybody in the UK doesn't brush their teeth with tea? Is that something that they? <laughs> well, this, is news, this is news to me. This is news yeah, to me as well. Pretty much yeah. so I from the tap with my nose on the face <laughs> yeah. for about a week because we weren't going anywhere. So <laughs> it was romantic and bloody annoying. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, well, yeah, by the way, the English people do drink that much tea. Yes, yeah, I believe them all day, all day. We love it. I mean, they yeah. love it. I'm also British. But anyway, uh, Anthony, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. This is awesome. Cheers, guys. Um, thank you. Yeah, go check out Anthony, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks. You make no sense. All right, Fernando. Hey, oh, how y'all doing? I have a I have a confession about Anthony about Ooh, Anthony Cummins. What's the what's the confession? So I was looking him up on <clears throat> the internet.com and mm-hmm. um, he was he's right. There are multiple pages of him of of people being like, "Is Anthony Cummins a fraud?" Yeah, it was just, I was like I'm I was like so nervous to come into this conversation yeah. and being like. Oh God, he's gonna fucking just bullshit his way. But he seems like a guy who's actually done his research and like knows yeah. what's up and has a very realistic view yeah. of what ninjas are. Or maybe know? he's just a really good good shinobi and he knows how <laughs> he knows the ways of deception, Art. This yeah. is a this is a man that knows how to deceive Right. But I mean, if you know the ways of the shinobi like that, he probably does know what he's talking about. So yeah. like it's if right. he knows the way it's way. Things, if he knows how to deceive us. He probably knows he, what he's talking about. Yeah, as well. exactly. He knows he knows wow. uh, all the fake stuff. But it's funny because like I was reading the um, some of it, like some of the the conversations about why he's a fraud, and it's just like funny because just like he doesn't take this text seriously. Uh, hmm? What's up? Can you hear me? I hear you. I got you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Did I cut out? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, you, cut, you cut out. Oh, God. Look, I'm never gonna do one of these Zoom podcasts. Ever again? <laughs> you just keep. Yeah. I can't do it at this apartment anymore. I think the internet here is just too bad. Um. Anyway, I was reading some of these comments, and they're just like, he doesn't take this this one random text seriously. He doesn't take like this random like he like said this wrong thing. It's like it's very nitpicky of like what makes him a fraud, which I yeah. think is like interesting. It's like it's clearly just like these people who are like upset that um, their conception of ninjas stuff is like not. Right. Being challenged. Also, right. It's also just like history stuff, right? Where yeah. it's just like, how can you really know? All we have just are these texts, and that's yeah. it. You know? Yeah. So sure. like, we're all just trying to interpret it the best we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just funny. It's just funny that he, I'm glad he brought it up because like there's a huge there's a huge group out there trying to take me down. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> um, that's why he lives I in a cottage. To. I did like that. That's why he lives in a cottage. In a cottage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you missed that combo, but he was yeah. talking about how he loves isolation now. Loves being secluded. Yeah. Well, it's just being with his dog. Beautiful dog. You didn't see the dog. It's a French bulldog. Ah, oh, beautiful. Is, yeah. Had eyebrows. It's so cute. <laughs> anyway, ninjas are cool. Um, I think that you're. I think you're right. They are like weirdly cooler. 
it is there is something like interesting and just the idea of like uh well i I mean i i even just hearing the idea that he was giving us i was romanticizing the idea of just like sneaking into enemy enemy territory completely unknown and all you're doing is gathering info something about that uh like if i was in war and that's all i had to do is trick people (laughs) i could i could justify my my place in the war yeah well you're gonna have to do that in russia soon they're gonna send you to russia honestly if they sent me into russia to fucking like they taught me russian i was like (laughs) you know doing that shit (laughs) i would be i'd be so into it you know i would love what i do getting intel yeah because uh i don't know if you know this listeners i love capping (laughs) i love capping i've been trying to dial it back because it's been taking a Taking, it's been a real strain on my relationships but i love capping i think this podcast has convinced you that you will lean back into it now because you, you're not just capping for you you're doing it for the, the ninjutsu yeah the shinobi yeah i'm doing it for not my ancestors but somebody's yeah some ancestors in japan <laughs> not even yours yeah. which i think is even more special in a way yeah you're honoring a culture that is died out <laughs> and that's beautiful no, but th- there's something that is like very interesting about that. Just going in and like being able to deceive yeah. people on that level uh, yeah. is very, very like just interesting to me. Yeah, it is funny that like we've we've gotten here. Like we have really marketed ninjas as such a big thing that we're now yeah. like Naruto, Ghost of yeah. Tsushima. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah. like these over the top depictions. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we, we, we love up. we love things that are huge and big yeah. and fantastic. That's that's like uh. Like when we, when we talk about anything, we always make them way more action packed than they yeah. actually are. But like the yeah. idea, I think you're right though. Like the idea of like sneaking around, something, yeah, something just more, yeah. something more special about it yeah. in a way. Or like, you know, have you ever seen the show Burn Notice? Nah. There's uh, there's a, it's just it tells the story of Michael Weston, a former spy who's like <laughs> trying to get back into the CIA. Yeah. And at one point. At one point, the spy Michael Weston in the show Burn Notice. I mean, okay, I was just I was stalling until you got back. I, at one point, the spy Michael Weston in Burn Notice. Um, he's like casing. He's he's like watching somebody. Yeah. Like just like just like watching somebody. And he goes, he was, he was, the truth about spies is a lot of it's just you sitting in a hotel watching uh, watching somebody. Yes. And he goes, yes. he goes, he goes. It's not glorious. It's not fun. It's not action packed. Boring. He goes, he was, yeah. he was, You really just have to sit there and hope you don't eat too much to gain too much yeah. weight. Yeah. And, and then he goes, he's, but because when it does, it can get very action packed very exactly. quickly. Well, that's, like what you, that's why I, that's why I'm alive, dude. I, I live for the tension. You yeah. wait for it, and then the payoff, whew, it's yeah. so good. It's so oh, good. I do. Uh, yeah, that's why I commit to bits way too long. It's because it's just like, I'll commit, I'll do something so subtle for like a long it just time. It up and then the release and then when, is so good. Yeah, and then when someone notices it, I'm like, yes. Yeah. That's, that's why amazing. I love edging. It's like a, it's all, it all goes back to edging, you know? Art's always talking about edging and anime. Those are the two things he talks about constantly. <laughs> all right, we should go. Yeah, it's we should go. It's time for us to go. Yes. I have things to do today. Yeah, and also, I want to say I'm not hungover anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We did it. We're thriving. Are you still wearing the Dragon Ball shirt? No, dude, I'm wearing fucking Kiss Me, I'm Dallas, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, if people don't understand, I guess, uh, you'll never understand because you're not watching this on video. But if you're watching a video, you'll notice, uh, perhaps an outfit change from both of us. So, maybe not. I don't remember what I wore the other day. But anyway, um, thank you so much for listening. Do you want to sign catch, off? Catch you on the next one. We love you all.